Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 57 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, are my co-hosts, Chocolate. Hiya. Moose. What's up, boys? And I set that up for a rotating fourth chair person, but we don't have one this week. It's just Nicely us. done. Yeah. I'm good at my job. What can I say? <laughs> you it's are the... on Burgundy. Yeah. Who put a question mark in the teleprompter? <laughs> um, it's a mailbag episode, so it's just three of us. Sorry, so, guys. Just have to apologize. listen to us. Next but, week, we'll have somebody in- interesting to listen to. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, speaking of apologies, though, uh, Moose, I heard you had an apology that you wanted to get off your chest quick about some uh, Spider-Man comments you may have made last episode. I thought I made this public in Discord. I, I didn't know that we had to drag it on the airwaves, Not everyone too. is in Discord, so... But uh, come to find out, the uh, the naked Spider-Man does not have a bag on his head. That's a Fantastic Four Spider-Man. His name is the Bombastic Bagman. And the naked Spider-Man has just the regular Spider-Man mask, but he's got some sexy underwears. But you have to 100% basically platinum the game in order to unlock that guy. So Is that what you're shooting for? Oh, yeah. Spider-Man in his underwear? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, A couple more things before we get into what we've been playing. Um, From here on out, we're going to try our best to have a set schedule for when we will be going live um, on Mixer, at least. Um, and that time is going to be Monday at 5.30 Eastern, 10.30 British people time, and uh, 3.30 Moose time. So if you're from any of those places, uh, we're going to try to get it so we kind of have a set schedule so people don't have to guess when we're going to be live on Mixer and whatnot. And it'll just help us in general, knowing when we need to show up and getting everything ready. So there's that. Hopefully a, a good addition. We shall see. Let us know. Uh, yeah, if you really hate Mondays at 5.30 Eastern, just uh, let us know. We'll one in, in one ear, out the other, I'm sure. But Well, basically, Kate, just let us know when it works for you because you're the one listening. <laughs> that's true. Um, we also have a new merch shop for all of your cross-Atlantic gaming gear needs. Um, and that's over at Spreadshirt. There's going to be links for that in the show notes. We have a U.S. shop and a U.K. shop. Um, we finally have snapback hats, which I'm super pumped about because since we started this podcast, I was like, man, we really need some snapback hats because I would love one of those. Uh, they're going to be there. The only thing I've ever bought is a hoodie, and now I can buy some more, and so can you. Um, links to our Spreadshirt page will be in the description. So risky. I know. I got to ask you, being a, a few years younger than the old bear and myself, uh, are you a a bend the bill or a flat brim guy? Uh, I bend the bill because a boy. That's it, the way. It kind of looks weird when you keep it flat. You can like see stupid. up into the corners of your like head, like you can <laughs> yeah. see inside of the hat, kind of because it doesn't sit like naturally. But no, yeah, it looks dumb too. I'm all on board with the bend. In my opinion, just you, just just one moose's opinion. That's right. That's all. Shout out to Chaotic for uh, for the designs. Anything you want, let us know, and uh, I shall get him to design well, something beautiful. <laughs> shout out to Ladonian for disposal. the designs. <laughs> Your shout own graphic Chaotic design artist. Putting the <laughs> designs on the shirts. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, sorry. Play of words. Oh, good. All right, guys, another week in gaming. What have we all been playing this week? 
Uh, Moose, I'm going to start with you and some CTR. If you're not familiar with CTR, that is Crash Team Racing, the PlayStation 1 Classic or 2? Yeah, yeah I one? think it's 1. Yep. But uh, how could you not be familiar? I think uh, it was pretty much I looked at my friends list and everybody but you guys were playing it. So mm. um, it's a great game. It's uh, it's definitely the, the big boy version of Mario Kart, in my opinion. Um, your boost, you don't just hold your drift around the corner. You actually have to watch it and tap it every time it um, it like basically revs up like a turbo. And if you do it three times in a row, then you get a super boost. And um, <clears throat> there's challenges, kind of like in Tony Hawk Skate. You have to collect the, the, the little letters C, T, and R, as well as there's um, time trial challenges where you have to hit crates and there's numbers on the crates and they uh, take time away from your time. And you've got to basically beat the time in order to earn some sort of token or something. But basically to 100% that game is, is going to be some work. But I did, roll, I did roll credits over the weekend, so... Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, what do you mean you rolled credits <laughs> on a cart racer? But apparently there's some type of adventure mode, so that's cool. Yep, there is. Um, and I'll, basically, to roll credits, you just have to win all the races. Makes sense. Um, I was going to ask who your uh, primary racer is. Is it Tiny? No, it's actually, I don't know his name, but it's like this giant guy that kind of looks like Maui from Moana. Huh. He's like a, a giant Samoan guy with tattoos. And I'd have he, to dig deep for that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get the name for you. But uh, yeah, I love it. He like he just chuckles when he knocks people. You know, when you drop a, a box or a potion behind you and hit somebody, just his laugh makes me laugh every time. So Some I TNT. <laughs> yeah, a TNT box or you know one of the the potion bottles or let's see those bowling balls. There's one boss. Um, boss race that all he does is drop those exploding bowling balls behind him the whole time so if you get behind you're pretty much screwed okay so uh, just by you like explaining that that there's like bosses at the end of each level that's kind of cool makes more sense as far as like the adventure mode goes it's not just like races right sometimes they have special powers and stuff i want to say there's like four or five biomes and each biome, there's four tracks, and once you beat the four tracks, then you open the boss race, and then once you um, beat the boss, he gives you a key, which will unlock the next biome. Okay, sweet. That's pretty awesome, then. Yeah. Good deal. In my head, CTR was always superior to Mario Kart. I'd always thought that, so I didn't understand why Mario Kart got so much love. It took so long for this game to have a successor, and it ends up just being a remaster, not ctr 7 or 9 whatever version we're on now of mario kart but yeah it looks great um it's a lot of fun and i did get the family involved this weekend so i had the three-year-old and the six-year-old both with uh sticks in their hand they are not the greatest at the game but they've got to get better right hey (laughs) this is a good place to start i think do do they have any type of um like easy mode mode for the kids yeah not that i could find but i didn't look for one either so i just kind of you know threw a controller in their hand and said a is go figure it out they've got a good um multiplayer co-op match haven't they where you can you race and you've got pillars and you've got a red side and a gold side and i haven't played that mode yet i'll have a look at it so you have to go through one like a battle mode type deal T- type of yeah and you as you go through you get your multiplier but you can't just hit all the reds and all the golds you have to kind of mix it up to accumulate a bigger multiplier it looks quite fun okay i have to check it out yeah some people should pick it up um i think it's only 40 bucks so 
Uh, I, I didn't see what was worth buying the, the $60 version. It, it seemed like everything that you got for the $60 version was unlockable through gameplay. So I went ahead and bought the cheap version, and I can't complain. Having a lot of fun, and it's co- couch co-op too. So if you've got four controllers at home, you can do it you know, old-school Mario, Mario Kart style with the uh, four uh, carts on the screen. Good deal. I like the $40 price point. Seems right. Right. 60 bucks you're kind of like yeah yeah well that's a remaster of a kart racer i don't know nintendo does that all the time though they have a 35 dollars game that comes out on the wii u and then they drop it for 60 when they re-release it on the switch and that's what we call the nintendo tax (laughs) it's great um i I didn't see how much it was on nintendo Uh, it might be 40 bucks also but i wouldn't be surprised if it was more i think it's on a deal actually at the moment or it was before it released I'm sure they had some money off. It was like 10% off like or 20 Pre-purchase off. price yeah. or something? That's cool. Um, yeah. All right. Um, moving on, you guys are going to be pumped about this one. I know how much you love mobile games, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter Wizards Unite came out this uh, came out Thursday, a day early. How pumped were you guys when you turned on your phones in the morning? You're like, oh, my God, Harry Potter Wizards Unite is out today? I, I didn't get the notification. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, you got to turn those on, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been playing some of that. If you're not familiar, it's uh, it's another Niantic game. Um, like Pokemon Go, there was a Walking Dead one. There was a Jurassic Park one for a while. Go around casting spells with your finger on your phone. Um, I've done like 22 kilometers since Thursday. Which Hugo. is probably way more than I would normally walk, so I can't yeah. complain about the game because it's, it's getting me out there. Everybody in your neighborhood's like, oh, Weirdo's got a new walking game out. <laughs> yeah, he only leaves his house when a new <laughs> Niantic game launches. <laughs> Weirdo. So I heard you uh, teamed up with some friends in a park and had a, an epic raid. Okay, dude. I was—I would have <laughs> forgot to bring that up. But yeah, um, Jesse, Prince of Cats from the community, him and I went... Uh, downtown in syracuse and well the weirdest thing happened we were kind of walking down there and then you hear all this weird like polka music and you see a bunch of people dancing apparently polish fest was going on nice and the like main raid point that we were going to is like at a statue just in the middle of all this stuff. <laughs> so oh no just to set the scene that's what was going on in the background of two 30 plus year old dudes <laughs> swiping magical spells on their phone next to a statue were you guys uh, shouting yeah. the spells as you swiped up no and i i think i might have brought this up before but i was like you should get bonus points if you actually if your mic picks you up saying the incantation <laughs> yeah, right? or whatever like if you get the pronunciation right yeah, jesse exactly. said jesse said it was epic battle music to go yeah, along the, with the you guys' rig. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i mean it's kind of cool the rating system like pokemon go has raids or whatever but the raids here you actually go into different classes so my class is like a tank healer so I can soak up some damage, which didn't seem like I could soak up a lot of damage. But one thing I can do is if, like, Jesse was in battle, I can send, like, heals to him while he's in battle. You can have five people in a raid. There's three different classes. It It's kind of cool. It's I'm sure it'll pass like all of these things do. Right. Um, I still think Pokemon Go is probably the better one just because that world makes so much more sense, like, going out and capturing these things. Here you're kind of, like, going out and catching the golden snitch or catching a troll or catching a book or something so like that's kind of uh, weird 
<laughs> have you turned your house into a hub yet for people to come to? No, I don't. I don't even think you can do that. You can put like oh. things on the pokey stops. They're called inns here, but it's supposed to like open up more higher leveled things that you can take down. Um, I don't know. That screams alarm bells to me, telling people to come to your house. To... Yeah, doesn't it? Well, it would you, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, move yeah, along, right? But, uh, yeah, we can. We can I'll move give you along. <laughs> My friend code is in Discord somewhere, though. Um, just reach out if you want to be Harry Potter friends. Still waiting on my request from Ryan. So <clears throat> I could see this being a thing for me if it's still a thing when my kids have phones. But like as far any as, of these type of games, yeah. As far as me doing it by myself, that probably won't happen. Oh, you don't want to look like a weirdo like the rest of us. Well, at least well, you like had Jesse, Jesse going with you. You know, it, it would just be <laughs> me and like twelve-year-olds. Uh, but so just back to that last raid raid battle quick, probably talking about this way too long, but we had like eight seconds left to go. And then he did a spell that was like a critical hit. So it killed this thing with like seconds left. And we were just like, yeah. And like yelled out loud. There's like this dude with this little daughter walking like three feet in front of us. We just like shouted at them. We were staring at our phones. It was all, but we beat it. So, uh, so awesome. Yeah. It's something that's for sure. (laughs) worth it um all right moving on um chocolate what uh let's just get the updates here quick division two you did you bump up another world tier world tier two baby i don't think right, he was cool. world so tier one before last show because we did it monday afternoon oh, right no, no i was i think you needed a little assistance a little i needed i was the backpack and no i was the backpack. Oh top Okay, well, top prompts to everybody who, well, I say everyone, to Kate and Chester to dragging me up. And then uh, Moose jumped in on, I think, our last, ra- the uh, last stronghold. Raid, stronghold mission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was uh, that was pretty tough with just the three of us. And then Moose came in and just gave us that little bit of edge that we needed to My character's do. gear score is like 150 higher than everybody else's, so it was... Yeah, I think Moose was rocking 500 and we were, at, at at the start, I think we were 280, maybe 290. Right, and I was dropping you guys um, 350 gear, I believe. Oh, it was superb, yeah. I managed to do probably the worst amount of damage, worst amount of accuracy. I was <laughs> garbage. And then somehow got a better gear score than Kate and Chester. It was superb. That's because you I, stood uh, right next to me as I dropped everything. Oh, well, yeah, that X-Bot was getting pounded. I was like, pick it up, pick it up, quick, quick, quick. That's awful. So shout out to everyone's backs who have been broken these last couple months by chocolate and his inability to play games. But hey, Thank he you. finally can my... unlock his specializations. What are you going with, chocolate? Oh, I went with the grenade launcher. Which... Nice, that's a fun one. Oh, that's a brilliant. The thing is, I, I don't know if um, anyone's noticed this, but there's some sort of glitch at the moment where I've been getting, I can't throw my grenades, and I couldn't use my specialization. It's um, a couple of the missions we were doing, it was just broke. Just would hmm. not let you do it at all. I wonder if it was a modifier for the mission, because sometimes they have modifiers like that. Like um, I remember we were playing one with Dan one night, and the modifier was just making it so impossible. I can't remember and what I it was. And I wonder now. if it was just user error. It definitely wasn't user user error, and it wasn't a it wasn't a requirement of the mission. So no. I know Kate was using her stuff. Um, it happened huh. to me the week before as well. I couldn't throw my grenades. 
All I can say is sell so, your Xbox, dude. T- womp womp. <laughs> but what will I play? Oh. I'm, not Switch. No, I'm not playing Harry Potter. Anyway, go what? on. Move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Moose, playing some Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Uh, give me your initial impressions on that one. Um, I like it. Um, my favorite part by far is the guy in the store in game. Hilarious. That sings. Oh yeah, I can just go in there and sit there and listen to him sing and just dance around in the square. Because it's like an opera voice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he sings yeah. like opera over the little EDM type beat that is going on. But it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm still terrible at it. I've only unlocked the first dungeon and for some reason a fifth dungeon. I don't know what's up with that. But um, I the dragon. Every time I see a dragon, I get killed. So I need to figure out what its pattern is and. Pattern is to run away from those things and drop the, a bomb. The giant right? red dragons. The green ones too. The green ones I can kill with my sword, but I haven't figured out exactly how to dodge them yet. Okay, yeah. That's. I remember. I, I thought they were red dragons at least, or maybe there are red dragons as well. But every time I saw those, I would just like knew it was game over. Like, well, right. I don't know what I can be doing here <laughs> any different besides trying to run from you and then inevitably dying. And then. But, uh, the golden bats too. Those ones I can't figure out either. Okay. But yeah, so if you're not familiar with this, this is a uh, it's I mean, I kind of talked about it last week with Cadence of Hyrule. It's right. like a a rhythmic a rhythm-based dungeon crawling roguelite. It's it's a whole bunch of stuff, but it's a lot of fun. And right after what not even 24 hours after I said that we need to uh, hook up some DDR pads. Somebody made a YouTube video and did it, so there goes that yeah, idea. Yeah, it, it was really funny that you'd mentioned that, and then I was just <laughs> browsing Twitter, and I was like, oh, man, that guy's a dance pad, and he's playing Crypt of the Necro Dance, or he's playing Cadence High Rule. Yeah, the other. he's playing Zelda, I think. Either way, I was like, what? That's so awesome. So I'll probably wait for Zelda go on, to go on sale and pick it up, but I, you know, it was 4 bucks, and I think it was a well $4 invested. Yeah, that's a there, It looks like there's like 12 dungeons or something like that. I've probably only gone through a, a handful of them at this point, so I still even have a bunch of that game to play. But right, because it like I just love the it'll, core mechanics. Yeah, it loads you like once the song is over, it loads you into a completely new dungeon, and you basically start over. Like if you haven't died and you haven't found everything, or you haven't, you know, then it says right. song has completed. And it just starts you over, and you have to go um, reveal everything once again. And it's a lot of fun. The replayability on that game is, you know, so high. Yeah, and uh, I I had brought up Cadence of High Rule um, last week, and I did want to correct something I said. I said that when you keep the beat going and don't mess up, it makes you like stronger. <laughs> so apparently, all it really does is um, it makes it so there's a higher chance that your enemies drop more loot, and it gives you more stamina. So you're not actually doing more damage at all um, if you're keeping up your combo. It's more just you're more likely to get more rupees or whatever. I think they're rupees, whatever the currency is in Zelda games. So I think it's the same way with uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Once the you know, because it's all checkerboarded and you have to move you know in sequence with the beat. So once you've done it, I want to say like eight or ten times, then the whole floor turns into like a dance floor. And um, <clears throat> I think it's the same. Once that mode activates, they drop a lot more coins than they did when you killed them before that happens. Okay, yeah. Yeah, those games are a lot of fun. If either of them ever go on sale, I feel like at full price, Crypt of the Necrodancer is like 15 bucks. Right. 
So if that has any type of sale, that one's well worth it. And then this one's just Cadence is just a more highly polished one with some with some Zelda music and some Zelda enemies, that kind of thing. It seems yeah. like Zelda's doing that a lot because I played, um, what is it, Hyrule Warriors last year. It seems like they they seem to uh, sell their IP or their, their license to other games a lot. Yeah, it's like one IP they're not scared to dish out to people. Because people eat it up. Everybody loves Zelda, so. And that's the thing. Like, if Crypt of the Necrodancer dropped at nineteen ninety nine new, it's like the Hyrule one was going to be twenty four ninety nine just because it's got right Link and just Zelda. For the in Zelda it. license. So. That's kind of funny. Tax. How that works. Yeah. Cool. Gotta love it. Love it. Um. So yeah, I've been playing. Uh, two things on the Switch, really. I'll talk about Iconoclast first, which came out a while ago. Moose, you had started playing this way back when, and you said you kind of forgot what happened. Yeah, I started playing it a couple times, and I'll probably have to restart the game again when I go back to it. Well, that's one thing. So with this game, most of these platformers I don't think have decent stories at all. Um, the story going on here, if I had stopped playing four hours in or something, I, I would feel like I need to go back in right. um, but first what type of game this is it's just uh it's an action platformer i would say with some right. metroidvania 2D. stuff like when you get a uh a new tool or a new ability there's going to be some spots that you can go back to uh mm-hmm. to unlock or move on to a new area it's not as much or like as heavy as hollow knight is with that um it seems a little more linear like you kind of you don't get lost like you would in hollow knight where you just didn't know where you should be going and the maps there all the time so if there's a space that you can clearly tell you haven't been to you can you can get back there pretty easily mm-hmm. um one thing i didn't know and i i found this out when i was looking uh through some stuff in the game today was that this game was made by one dude did you know that i think i do remember hearing something about that when i first got it Okay, yeah, his name's Joe Kim Sandberg, and it took him something like seven years, I think, to make right. the game. Yeah, and Jesus. For whatever reason, I just feel like I have a way more respect for the game when I figure out like things like Stardew, where it's like one dude, right. one dude made all this. That's incredible. Um, and that's seven yeah, so that years of you know, I, he probably was doing other things, but that's just a long time coming, and then to finally have it release and have it be good. Yeah, it's gotta feel great. And it's done from what I had seen. It's like it, it's rated highly, like in the eight nines area. Yeah, uh, which is great, and it's cool because all the money literally just goes to him. So like, well worth the seven year journey. Um, but yeah. So as far as the story goes, you're a, like a mechanic. Like a, a, this chick is a mechanic, and she has this wrench, um, and you're running from this religious group called. Oh boy one concern i think is their name real real dumb name but uh, mm-hmm. mechanics have been outlawed from the lands um only their like sanctioned mechanics are the ones that get to deal with this power source called ivory um like there's ivory and everything and ivory powers everything um and eventually you get recruited from this group that i also don't remember their names but they're called pirates all the time right. uh, you get you get recruited by them um, cause they're also harvesting this ivory and you're more of just like a person for the people kind of thing where the, the one concern doesn't want you to be messing around with anything. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting story. It seems heavily 
like there's a lot of religious undertones to it, which is, I mean, it could be good or it could be bad as long as the story is uh, well written. I don't think it really matters that it has an undertone. Um, but yeah, the the game is real good. You um, kind of some things that set it apart would be like the wrench mechanics. Like you can either bash people with a wrench and use it as a weapon. But then the puzzles in the game also need the wrench to activate like different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, you eventually use it like a um, a grappling hook or a zip line. Right. You can do you can do a bunch of different things, and then you have a stun gun slash like bomb gun for attacking. Um, there's some boss battles. The boss battles I've been just pounding my head against the <laughs> table, and it's not They're because tough. yeah, and it's not because they're difficult. Um, as far as like the platforming goes or the attacking, they're difficult, like mentally, I want to say, like trying to figure out what I have to do to put this monster in type of, into like a downed state where I can actually attack right. him. Yeah. So having to figure that out has been, they give pain. you all the tools, but you got to figure it out yeah, or exactly. look on YouTube. I've been stuck on this one for, I, I put it down the last time because I couldn't beat it. And that was probably after trying it for a good half hour. So I think It'll that's been be my a, issue. I look it up. Yeah, I think that's been or my pick issue. It back up later. Both times I played it is I just either get to a boss fight or a spot where I can't figure out where I'm supposed to go next. So, yeah, it, it it's definitely good though, and uh, this was part of their sales from last week. And I had been thinking about getting it forever. I love it when these old games that I well not old came out in 2018, but mm-hmm. these games that I had thought about purchasing at one point, and then they're just like, well, it's on sale. I have to buy it. So, haven't regretted it yet so it's pretty good i might have a look at this yeah definitely worth it uh the sale should be going on i would assume through thursday so um oh speaking of sales daggerhood is on sale right now which is normally 4.99 i can't see what price it is because i already already bought it but if you're looking for a super cheap at this point i'm assuming switch game uh daggerhood for under 4.99 that that's a good one um if anyone's looking for a cheap switch game it's great for a pick up and go isn't it you can just you can get 10 15 minutes play time in and then put it down it's a, yeah 100 it's a nice little game it's great for that um all right speaking of more switch games uh you making any progress in katana zero chocolate yes I made a shed load of progress on it a what um, i think you said shed, shed load oh okay shed, shed like, load. A shed like a shed tool? like a she gotcha. shed yeah I got you. She said, Cheryl. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to try not to spoil the the storyline, but I've got to the prison now where you change change your character. Oh, yeah. And you have a new ability, which that first level with that new character drove me up the wall i was stuck on it for about a day a day and a half is that like the super long dash that like murders everything in its yeah. way right yeah yeah so t- it awesome. was that f- that first bit where you dash through those five beams and then you have to go up and dash or jump into those three other men who were just guarding that second level right and i just couldn't time anything right i was kept getting shot and driving me up the wall so uh, on my break at work, I managed to have a quick go, and I've managed to now kind of get the pattern how I should be jumping up, killing those three, and then moving on to the next stage. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's good. Such a good, such a good game, and 
keep going, dude. You gotta go I through mean, that one. I think I've only got three days left, or three missions, three, yeah, three full missions left. Sweet. Yeah. Is it, it starts at what seven or eight days? Seven or eight. I think it's eight days. It starts at, doesn't it? Yeah. And it ticks down. So yeah, I'm <laughs> I think sure I'm at of day eight. five. Day five. Now is that the? Or five days left. I'm sorry. So I've done. Are you on the? Have you tried the vehicles yet? No. Oh, Where you have to ride the cart. Brilliant. Uh, the well, the cart. Are you talking about the motorcycle? The next thing. one, the motorcycle. That yeah. that mission is brilliant. So good. That game has so many good, like memorable moments. Not just doing like the combat, but like with the cart riding and the motorcycle and all that stuff. What a good platformer. So good. And I thought once you did the cart, I was like, oh, okay, this is. I felt at that moment, I was like, oh, it's a little bit samey. And then you got onto the vehicle part, and now I'm into the prison. And it's like, okay, it's opened up so much more. And that very small, tedious bit just before the cart that I was a bit down on, actually, do you know what? It's well worth it. It's The game's amazing. So worth picking up. For sure. Um, all right. Um, Moose, you picked yes, up Doom sir. this week. Oh, I've had how it. The, how you beat the whole thing, didn't you? Yeah. It's only you like a, I did. It's only like a ten to twelve hour game, I think. But I looked at my game time played, and it was twenty two hours. So I must. I think I sit down the controller a lot and have to go do things, and that counts as gameplay time. I'm just, that's what I just tell myself. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. <clears throat> but yeah, that game, the boss fights, dude. Holy cow. They're so good and they're so challenging. I played the game on the easiest difficulty, and, and it was I, still challenging. Yeah, I about gave up until I figured out that it was the last boss fight of the game. So you had to beat it. Yeah, and oh, it's so it's it's such a good game. You just you know the the music is just like it's like high energy death metal, and the more enemies that come at you, the more intense the music gets. And I don't know, it's it's just a great game. And the weapons you have, you know, they just make a big bloody mess. And you know, That's like f- the only screenshots or like video clips I've ever seen from that game. It's just like the most gory over the top, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like. Cause, yeah, because you can wear your enemies down to where they're like flashing and then you run up to them and press, um, I believe it's uh, L3 and it does like a special finish on them and like you know it'll rip their jaw out and stab them in the eye with it <laughs> or no like, <laughs> yeah or just take your hands and just crush their skull it does all sorts of crazy things like finishing moves basically it's a really good game i suggest you guys check it out on game pass and it's on game pass i feel like i need to I right just, and I, it's I, it's not a long game so you know i know i get anxiety from these new, all these uh adventure games that are 80 hours and you know i'll play five or six of them and i will never touch it again because i know how daunting that task is that's ahead of me this game you can be done in a day or two i like that i'm ready for some stuff like that and if you want to punish yourself there's like four other difficulty levels higher than what i played it on so and it was a challenge Good lord yeah all right so play doom it's good look forward to the next doom Guess I gotta play the first one before the next one, right? I don't think so. I don't think there's any sort of like literally the guy's name is Doom Guy, and there's not much story. It's all in basically like these little codex things that you find, and then it's in your your library if you want to go find out what's going on. 
So we're not there for the story, boys. No, absolutely not. <laughs> all right. The one thing I want out of all my games. Maybe that's why I never went there. I'm not sure. Just do but, it. Okay. I will. I'll make time, I'm sure. I've got so much time for all these games. All right. Gotta stop playing Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of giant daunting games that give you anxiety and I shouldn't be playing right now, I uh, booted up Final Fantasy X uh, on the Switch. <laughs> exactly what i'm talking about oh uh, yeah it's although i looked up in how long to be if you're just cruising through the story it looked like it's like 50 hours but if you go hard on it it's like 250 80. oh geez <laughs> so i think it, it was like 190 or something holy like that. cow that's crazy yeah apparently there's a lot of uh like after the game stuff you can do like end game stuff before you fight the final boss like optional bosses and ways to uh beef yourself up beforehand i guess um so this is Final Fantasy X. I think this was the remastered version that came out on PS3, maybe, or PS4 at this point. I don't know. Um, but a few things I can say. The running around is real bad. It has like <laughs> it has the fixed cameras, and the amount of times I spend in like the open world areas trying to like just like things as simple as walk up that set of stairs. But if it's like off to the side or not like straight away in any direction, I have to go like diagonally into it. I have the hardest time in the world just trying to walk up a set of stairs. And I swear to God, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's 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 got to be the game's fault. So so that's not great. I the, used to uh, hate that mechanic when, and then they'd have some sort of function where you'd have to walk across the, a ledge or a tightrope or something. And there was just no you fall way. off. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> so frustrating. Thank God for good games so now. The last thing, the most recent thing, and this is this sucks that I have to talk about negative parts of this game because I'm I'm actually enjoying it. But the part I'm at right now, I had to like move this pedestal that slides across the ground. It was like a puzzle, and I got the stupid thing wedged in a corner, and there's no pull mechanic, so I can't oh, pull the statue out of this corner. I can only push it <laughs> just deeper into this corner, and now without going back and loading up a previous save which i'm i'm assuming i'm gonna have to do or if i miss something in the tutorial good lord if anyone has played final fantasy 10 and knows how to reset any of the like puzzle stages or puzzle levels um so i don't have to start this whole section of the game over please reach out to me <coughs> any way you can and tell me how to remedy this because right now thinking about having to go back and replay however much time that not into it so doesn't sound good does it no not at all <laughs> um but other than that, the other thing that always bugs me in these type of JRPGs is the like constant random encounters. They're, um, I think the combat's well done, and like all your party members do different things, have different abilities. You can swap characters out mid-fight. Like if there's an aerial creature, you might need Waku, who's one of the characters, to throw a projectile at him because people on the ground can't hit him obviously Uh, but you don't like lose a turn or anything swapping people in and out like if you were playing a pokemon game for instance and you brought somebody back in to put somebody back out you're going to lose a turn get attacked or whatever Uh, but this is pretty seamless and how quick it happens so so that's nice and all the characters so far that i've played um, feel very different i think i've got five people in my party at this point um and the one character that's pretty awesome is called the Summoner. She summons this giant, like, monster eagle dragon thing, and it, it literally murders everything, but it has X amount of health and X amount of, like, magic power. 
blah, 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 blah. So you can't summon it all the time. But it's sweet. The game's the, sweet. This is all turn-based? It, it is, is turn-based, yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's also a, a giant skill tree for every character, which I have barely touched because that's another daunting thing. I need to just find like yeah, the build. optimal upgrades to pick right. because I don't want to. You and your it. YouTube videos. Exactly. <laughs> um, as far as the story goes, this is a, one of the. I've played it through a few Final Fantasy games. Ten was never one of them. Um, but this starts off your your what's called a Blitzball character or Blitzball player, I guess. It's a weird Final Fantasy sport, and you're going to the sweet game, and then this giant monster comes up and is like, nah, you're not playing that sweet game. And he like blows up your whole city. You get teleported to a different world, meet this chick. And she's like, uh, Hey, that actually happened a thousand years ago. And you're like, wait, what? That literally just happened, but you got teleported and you just meet a bunch of awesome characters along the way. Um, the story's, the story's great. And I think that's, what's going to keep me going through, um, pushing through these constant random encounters. It's just the worst. I hate having to feel like I need to be running into these constantly because otherwise when you come into a boss battle, you're just going to be completely under Don't know what to do also. Yeah, yeah that that too. Um, That's how Octopath is, but I don't mind it. Right. I, I guess I just wish that it was a little less, and I think that goes for all of these type of games. Although most people, the people that are diehard into JRPGs probably love it to death. But you you know what would be a good mechanic for these games is like uh, a learn function. Basically, like once you have fought the enemy, you have that in your knowledge. You know exactly how to beat him. So if you in- encounter that enemy again in a random encounter, you just hit the auto fight button and you automatically win. I wish there was just an auto fight button in general because a, <laughs> a lot of these creatures I've been running into, um, I'm just mashing A for like basic attacks because they're – there's no skill involved with right. a lot of the random encounters. So it just comes down to me just literally hitting A as right. fast as I can trying to get so through them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is if you could just – if they put a function in there where it was one of your character's things to, you know, he just wrote everything down. He was a scribe or whatever, and then that was his ability is to basically look back into the records and basically recreate the fight so you didn't have to do anything. Yeah, I love that, but – it's not here, at least. It's not there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to keep trucking through this one. I think I'm four, four or five hours in now, and I've been, been playing a lot. A lot of that and Iconoclast, really my only two games outside of Sea of the Thieves right now. Well, yeah, I'm always playing Pirates. Dude, I tried to, because um, you guys completely blew me away in the dust last week. Um, when I didn't have time to play. So everybody's like level 40s and everything <laughs> now. So I tried to play some uh, Sea of Thieves by myself and just do some gold hoarders. And literally, as I was getting to my island, this freaking galleon comes in and just smashes into the side of me. Three guys board my ship and kill me. And I'm just like, oh, that, this is fun. And I just turned it off. See, knowing that I have that type of power, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I didn't even have anything. I, I literally just started. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is how this is going to go. I'm good. I've done that a couple of times. You feel bad after. Do you, or we played some this weekend because yeah, we played it's Friday night. Yeah. We ran into these randos who we made an alliance, did this call for. <laughs> oh, man. And we were like, all right. Wesley and Angry Wes- Kim. <laughs> yep. Wesley and Angry Kim. Shout out to you guys. Um, <laughs> they joined an alliance with us. We were like, all right, all we want is to 
take the Merchant Alliance stuff and we'll take all the Order of Souls stuff. You guys can take all the gold orders and we I both went on our way. I could that stuff, by the way. Yeah, and so we go and turn in all of our stuff. Blah, 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 perfect. And then we never get any type of notification that they ever turned in treasure ever. Oh. And last we saw of them, because you can see your alliances on the map, last we saw they were headed to the edge of the map. With yeah, they were no just intention of the Red Sea. turning around. So <laughs> they basically just donated our, our treasures. Uh, and it was R.I.P. We had this huge like <laughs> debate between the four of us that were playing. It was like, do yeah. we just do we kill, kill them? them? Do we kill like, them? Do we we'll, not kill them? Do this like, together, just... <laughs> murder them, take everything, or do we actually be nice? And for some reason, I felt horrible thinking about going to like blow up their ship and make them lose out on this 45 minutes of gaming and not have anything. So we let him go, and now I've just learned time and time again: just trust yeah. no one. It wasn't even a trust thing; it was a. They were just. That's bad. just like a, a lesson in video games. If they uh, they ever give you an option to kill somebody, always do it, or they are going <laughs> to come back to bite you. Like I was telling Risky, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I spared this little girl because she was friends with you know this little girl that looked up to me, and then she killed her whole village with a plague. So that was a bad choice. <laughs> Kill everyone, then no one can make mistakes. <laughs> exactly. Moose, I hope I'm always on your side whenever we play games because <laughs> I can't be having you stab me in the back. <laughs> I might. I love it. Just if um, you hear uh, a Dan go, come here, Moose. You just run the other direction as fast as you can. Yeah, at least he gives you a, <laughs> gives you a heads up. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, and they've added water balloons to uh, Blackout, so that's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize they did damage, and I was just whipping them at people the other day. Yep, 25 apiece. <laughs> ah, good stuff. That game's something. Uh, all right, lastly, Chocolate, you're still uh, playing some Tomb Raider as well. Give us the update. Uh, I am trucking away. I think I'm about halfway done in the uh, percentage of the game, but it feels like it's coming, coming near an end. So I feel I'm in the last third of the game that means it's about to get weird because that's what happens in the last third of all those Tomb Raider games yeah it goes sideways well it went sideways just before it and I was like oh okay what's all happened and you know some people we lost some people died um but yeah it's the whole game is it's just so good for a single player for the single player game it's exactly what I wanted it's um it's good. It really is good. I just want to beat it. I wanted to beat it before we went on the podcast today, but that failed. A for effort, Chocolate. Yeah. You're not allowed to talk yeah. about Division, Tomb Raider, or Katana Zero next week. So, Wow. That, there's going to be all new games next yes. week. Guess you better get on that Game Pass, buddy. The trouble is, it gets so daunting sometimes. Doesn't it? You look at Game Pass, <laughs> you're just like, where do I start, finish, I don't know. Just go to the just added and watch the trailers. I guarantee you there'll be something on there that'll get you going. No, definitely. There will be. I definitely want to try and get rid of Tomb Raider, though. I think I want to you, try and You do... got two more Tomb Raiders to finish after that. It does. It feels so good to delete something off your hard drive. Like yes, I did 100%. Red Dead recently, and I just did Doom yesterday. Just, you know, when you beat a game, you're just like, yep, I, there's no, no reason for me to go back to that. See you later. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to jump in when you were saying about those kind of open world eighty hours games. I, I just can't thinking about them now. Right. 
back in the day I could sit there and you know you could plow through Fallout Four, well sorry Fallout Three, then you know Fallout Four, but now I'm just like I, I can't sit there and and do yeah. that. Can't have that a long. good seven-hour ga- garbage monster session. Well, exactly, uh, and I think those kind of the sweet spot is potentially a kind of a fifteen-hour campaign, right? Which unfortunately would be spread over maybe a couple of months just because you know you're playing other things as well have you played titanfall 2's campaign yet oh yeah that's done and dusted okay but you keep titanfall on there because right. it's such a good multiplayer yeah well i played the campaign again because it's basically oh, oh yeah it's just a bunch of boss fights essentially right well yeah, yeah. best first person shooter campaign ever i think so hands it, down it's other than so it being good. too short but you know what are you gonna do yeah, wouldn't it be nice if they were working on Titanfall 3? With like a 30-hour campaign? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, the last thing I want to talk about quick, I'd mentioned I'd mentioned in Discord that I picked up these Satisfy grips. This is going to sound like a an ad <laughs> for Satisfy. Uh, but they won't sponsor us. We never reached out, to be fair. Maybe we should. <laughs> because they actually do... Uh, what comes with this case is some some thumb grips like our uh, old sponsor but um so this case your switch just slides into the top of it and then it gives you what feels like to me uh adult size joy cons the buttons are still small obviously but when you raise the analog sticks a little bit and you have these grips that kind of come out the side it's just the the right side one comes out a little bit farther to the right um, kind of like if you're holding an Xbox controller, I want to say. So it's kind of like at a diagonal. And then the one on the left is a little more straightforward because you're usually only using the analog stick on the left. So the ergonomics aren't really weird there. Um, until you hold the thing, it's going to be tough to understand what I'm trying to say. But I do like this case. The first couple days, um, I kind of got like weird wrist cramps, which wasn't a great sign, but it's because you're so used to holding that switch uh in a certain way, especially if you don't use a case, I can't imagine going back to it at this point. But um, if you're looking for a sweet set of grips for your case, um, look up Satisfy. The thing I got was like a case for it. Um, came with a case, came with grips, came with a bunch of stuff. Um, check that out though. It was like 40 bucks if you just want the grips, like the grip case thing. Uh, 20 so bucks. just like a... But, uh... It's like a silicone mold that you just slide your your switch now, into, or it, it's not silicone. It's definitely a harder, more solid plastic. Oh, okay. But yeah, your switch just goes right into the top of it. So it's a. Did you manage to put it in your dock as well? Well, yeah, no, in its case. it won't fit in the dock. I don't play docked ever, so it wasn't a big deal to me. But if that's important to you and you are constantly doing it, I would not suggest this case because taking it in and out of there doesn't seem like it's great for the switch um, so do you I've, just charge with a cord then usb c cord yeah my phone right charger is the same charger for that the usb c so do you use the rapid charge block on it uh yeah i've used i've used yeah. everything whatever i have i've i've never had an issue with charging it too fast and it does charge pretty fast with the Sweet. rapid charger i need to try that um <clears throat> I, I mean i could be slowly killing my battery or something i've like that thing could blow up two weeks from now. I have no idea. Yeah, but there's a new switch coming soon, so you'll have to upgrade anyways. Yeah, we'll see if those reports are true. 
<laughs> well, they're selling accessories for him, so we'll <laughs> right. see. <laughs> um, all right, that was it, though. Go check that case out. Um, I did want to make a quick note for Game Pass Roulette. That episode is going to be next week. The game we're playing is Outer Wilds. Um, we have a channel in Discord specifically for Game Pass Roulette, so... Um, if you have any comments, any questions for us, anything like that, um, you can post them there or reach out wherever. Um, we've had a long time for this one, so it'll be exciting to uh, pick a new game next right. week. Come and on. if you haven't downloaded this one yet, um, it's Space Exploration. Uh, maybe a little break from your shooter. Uh, there's no guns, and basically you are trying to find out a mystery of people that have disappeared. And you go from planet to planet, uncovering things and solving puzzles. And it's pretty fun if you're into space exploration. Yeah, for sure. So, go check that out. But, anyways, let's get into some news. All right, not a ton in the news this week, but uh, Chocolate, what is there? So we have Cyberpunk Demo from E3 releasing at PAX West. Yeah, so this was, uh, it's about 15 minutes of gameplay that um, a bunch of influencers and outlets and those type of things got to play at E3 this year. It's going live to the public during PAX West. Uh, PAX West is going on August 30th to September 2nd. Uh, so we should be finally seeing that chunk of gameplay that everybody got to play. I figured I'd just let everyone know. Not a big news story, but um, getting more Cyberpunk 2077 inve- infected. Nope, that's not a word. Injected into our veins. Sounds pretty good. So, I hear it's a heavy Keanu, so look forward I to mean, that. I wh- mean, what else do you want at this point? Right. You don't announce Keanu and then not just shove Keanu down your throat. <laughs> So, I just hope it's um, basically Point Break 2077. <laughs> I don't, do you, though? Yeah, it's great. Have you seen right, the new right. Point Break? It's riveting. No, I haven't. I feel like it got like a 23 on Metacritic. <laughs> I watched it on a plane. Anything on a plane is good. Okay, that's fair. Anything that makes the time go by faster. Right. But yeah, that was it for that one. Okay. Um Next up, we've got Pokemon. Can't catch them all? Yeah, so in the upcoming Sword and Shield games, you're only going to be able to catch the Pokemon or uh, import the Pokemon that are in the Galar region Pokedex. So in previous games, um, you could use the Pokemon Bank is what it was called. You could move Pokemon from previous games up into your uh, Pokedex, uh, even if they weren't from the new region. Um, so there, it, it was a way to literally bring every single Pokemon that had ever been into all of the newer games. They're not doing that anymore this time around. It's going to be a set amount of the old Pokemon. They didn't talk about which ones or how many or anything like that. But um, that's a big change for people who have been playing this since it was originally on the OG Game Boy with red, blue, and yellow. So... Do you think this is a matter of make more money or a matter of too much data? I I feel like it has to be a too much data thing right, because I think so too. This seems like the biggest, most ambitious 
Pokemon game by far. Like, just the dynamic camera and the, like, big open area and stuff. It's And how many new Pokemon are they creating? I'm actually not sure. I would assume it's got to be at least 100. 100, right. So they, and then they've got to up-res all those images from the old ones as well. It just seems like a lot of work. Basically, you're building two games in one. Right. I think they said after (laughs) this newest batch, it was going to be, they were going to be over 1,000 in total. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. That's a that's lot. A, right. That's a lot and, to keep in one game and keep track of. And, and I don't think it's a money thing just because it's Nintendo. And that just doesn't seem to be how they roll at all. Right. Um, Do you think it's actually opening up? Not opening up. That's the wrong word. Kind of drawing a line on the right. older stuff. It's like Gen and 2 now going. Yeah, kind of, it, you know, the reboot, you know, say goodbye to you, you your old your old friends here are the new guys we want you to fall in love with and here's the next you know 15 years worth of pokemon stuff i i personally hope not because i think a lot of people have the fondest memories of the first 150 or gen 2 after that so i think having like the greatest hits out of those which seems to be what they're doing is is a good way to go about it but i'd be bummed if i never got to see some of like the og pokemon like ever again in their games like charmander Um, exactly like imagine if you never got to see charmander again everyone would be upset what if there's no pikachu and like that's not a thing right you can't not have pikachu what'd you say i feel like i'd be all right with it yeah of course you would (laughs) (laughs) i suppose i'll leave what comment i was gonna say (laughs) i think moose has done it for me we don't have the the affinity or attachment to these characters that you do i think Exactly. Because exactly. you guys are so old. Sorry. Bunch At of old we boys. we still play games. <laughs> Just because I'm closer to... Dead? Oh, God, I can't even think of what's his name from Harry Potter. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore. Let's Just because you're on. closer to being dead than I am? <laughs> yeah, Gan- not even Gandalf. Dumbledore. Right, let's just... <laughs> Dumbledore, Listen, thank old you. man. <laughs> oh, hang on, let me turn my uh, hearing aid go. to the T position. Belltown. Right. Next up, oh, Gears of War movie won't be canon. Yeah, so I thought this was kind of surprising, um, but Rod Ferguson, who is the head at the Coalition, uh, the ones that make the Gears games, uh, sat down for an interview with IGN, um, and he said, in order for the movie to be successful, it has to be a great movie first and a Gears movie second. He said, basically, the way that we sort of reconcile that was we said, oh, the movie should be an alternate reality. It should not be dependent on the game story, nor should it influence the game story. Uh, what do you guys think about that? That's kind of interesting that they're, this is just going to be completely separate from Dom and Marcus so, yeah. and all different that. Different characters, different storyline. Why not name it something different? Because <laughs> it's still in the Gears universe, I guess. So Not it's, really, though. He says it's an alternate universe. It, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, but I'm assuming you have the same type of enemies. You have the right. same... Invasion, alien invasion type deal. But then they could have gone to Marcus Phoenix the early years. A prequel. Yeah, what's what's wrong with the current characters that they've got to go a completely different direction? I think they just understand that it's so difficult for most studios to make good video game movies that yeah. they're kind of just like, all right, you have some material to pull from... Uh, but make it your own thing. Don't feel like you have to include Marcus or Dom or JD, whatever 
his son's name is. Like, don't feel obligated to put any of these people in here or talk about them at all. Just do what you got to do to make a good movie. And honestly, that's probably the most important thing. If you've seen any video game movie in the past 20 years. so. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's only a handful that are That's good. the thing. When you can count the amount of good video game movies on one hand, they're probably not doing something right. So I think it's a good direction. It kind of people that maybe were excited to have some type of branching a narrative with Marcus, Dom, whoever, they might be disappointed, but I, I don't know. I think it's a good call. Well, I'll probably we'll watch it. until the film comes yeah. out. Is it Netflix, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's the one that was being... Yep, now I don't know, so I'm not going to say yes or no, but that okay. sounds right. <laughs> Straight to DVD. Right, next up, Mario, Dr. Mario World released date should we start that again yeah go for it excellent (laughs) dr mario world release date announced for july 10th i'm not even going to read the second part so you go for it uh if you look at our show notes is that not actually that should have went into psa's chocolate that's my bad (laughs) that was literally just a game announcement you son (laughs) of a does that help (laughs) that does put a space in there my bad chocolate (laughs) this is how the sausage is made people so this is a mobile, another yeah. Nintendo mobile game, correct? Yes, it's their next one. Doctor, I used to love Dr. Mario on the Super Nintendo. Dude, it's in the uh, the Switch Online stuff right now. Yeah, I know. I've been playing it a little bit. It's with I, that other game that's weird. With that other game that's weird? <laughs> yeah, it's like Dr. Mario and something else with it. I can't remember what it is, but it's it's a strange game. They're, huh. they're a combo. I never liked Dr. Never liked Dr. Mario. Really? Yeah, it wasn't. Were you just really bad at it? Was, it? Well, th- there was that, but it just reminded me of the other Mario game where you had Yoshi and you had to spin the plates around to... Yeah, the egg game. That's the other one that's with it, is that Yoshi egg yeah. game where you have to... Yeah, Yoshi Yeah, Yoshi something. I can't think what it's oh, called. Oh, Yoshi's yeah. egg game. Yeah, exactly. That one. That classic. <laughs> we love that one. Right. Should we go back to the, <laughs> the last news yeah, story? Yeah, sounds good. There are not two Xboxes in development currently. Yeah, so this is kind of a... a, a sh- it was a shock to me, at least. I'm assuming it was a shock to most people because uh, it wasn't this E3, but last three there had been... Or last E3, there was talk that Xbox had two Xboxes in development. One was going to be like their pro version, and then one was going to be the more consumer-friendly uh, version of that and they were rumored to be codenamed lockhart and anaconda and if you remember this is months back at this point but they actually had like spec sheets leaked uh for these two consoles and then it turns out this was from uh, a business insider interview that they did with phil spencer uh they called them out on it was like hey it sounds like you guys are just working on project scarlet now what happened to that second console um and he said phil said Last year we said consoles, and we've shipped a console, and we've now detailed another console. I think that's plural. You get them, Phil. So what he's uh, referring to was that the Xbox One S All Digital has come out since they made that statement. The what? (laughs) The sad box. All digital. Xbox One S All Digital. Xbox One Sad. Yep. All right. I had not heard that until you just said that. That's pretty good. I like it. Um, yeah, so it turns out this one, 
console that they're working on, Scarlet, which they talked about at the very end of this E3's uh, press conference, that's the only one they're working on. So, I don't... That's good. Do you guys believe that? Yeah, I think that's a good thing. All hands on deck on one thing. Get it out, get it done. I've got a feeling you'll get... So, how does the cycle normally go? So, the console will come out, two years later it gets a nice little dust down and a look at our brand new console and they bring out the next one so i Mm -hmm. think you'll see another all digital in 22 year and a yeah year and a half maybe two years right it'll just be the the beefed up version basically yeah possibly and then you'll see because they were talking about they want to way back when they wanted to cycle it like phones so then i would imagine if you cycle back a few like the very first OG Xbox that will be air quotes dead and buried because it won't be able to right. handle the the upgrade specs. You have to have at so least you guys don't S, think I they're working for the next gen. You don't think they're oh. working on that already though? Like, oh yeah, I'm sure they are. They but no, I think it's already I done. I think the next fall they'll release their big box, and then like Tracklet said, they'll drop something else in a year and a half to so two a year years. and a half senior. after that. Oh, okay, yep. gotcha. Yeah. I misunderstood. But it's already done. I would say it's already done because they've oh, already yeah. worked out how they got to do all the marketing how to and do all that it. stuff for it now. So, and they've got a year's exactly. time so basically. They, so they've got a year's break, a year's worth of co- recouping money from the the launch of Scarlet, and then they'll start again. So, like I said, I think they're already done and dusted, and they know how to get the inner workings working correctly. But I think my God, I, I think this next gen is going to be kind of the last gen. Because it's it's all basically they're all PCs at this point, and everything's going to cloud-based gaming. So what's the point of other than you know Xbox using your own Xbox as your own server? What's the point of buying this giant? You know, I know it's a, it's a super affordable, basically gaming PC, but what is the point of buying the hardware if you don't need it? Because you still need an internet connection. I mean, a few of us are lucky enough to have an internet connection that can run this stuff. Right. Uh, at the not same... including myself. Right, at the same latency and just quality that you're getting out of a console, like some people are just always going to want that, and I, th- I think I'm one of those people. I'm as awesome as this whole streaming thing sounds, and being able to do it ev- anywhere and everywhere. Like I'm still going to want either my PC or a console. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy with every five years a new console. Or the next upgrade, I say the next upgrade, the next leap in technology. Right, I can't. I'm good. I with can't that. talk my wife into an upgrade of five hundred dollars any sooner than that. She said, "You just got one." Not with that attitude, <laughs> I can be very <laughs> persuasive when I need to be. <laughs> so yeah, that's some interesting news. And uh, the one thing I didn't put this in the news docket, but we can just talk about it quick. Uh, Moose briefly touched on it earlier, but a case maker for Nintendo Switch put out some or he he sent a um I don't what would you call it he sent it to a reviewer to review their cases for the new mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch mini and the images there had what looked like the new Nintendo Switch mini next to the cases so that was kind of like potentially our first look at this thing it reminds me it, it just kind of looks like a more rounded switch with no detachable joy cons right they're, they're attached and they're stuck and you know 
It could be perfect for you know your kids if they can't share. If you've got to buy them their own, especially if it's like 150 bucks versus 300. And if you can Um, share your whole library, which I don't know if you can or not. I don't think you can. You just share the online memberships, correct? As far as I know. No, I think you can, Colin. You can't. You add the profile. Oh yeah, you can load your profile onto other people's switches, correct? Yeah, so then they can they have the ability to play your. Oh, but you couldn't be playing it. Like the four of you couldn't all be on your own. Yeah, you have to have one license per switch, I believe. Yeah, that I don't. Yeah, that I don't know. Or one license per Um, user. Be fine for single. Possibly, it'd be fine for single player games. It obviously just goes a bit skew with when you want to play a a multiplayer game. True. Either way, so that may have been our first look at that. Um, Just Google it if you're if you're looking for an image. Um, Yeah. Um, that's going to do it for the news this week. Nice and short. I enjoyed that. Um, new games for the week, though. What's, uh, what's coming out this week, Moose? Uh, we're in the dog days of summer, so not a whole lot. Um, we got Samurai Showdown on June 25th. It looks to be a remaster or remake of the arcade classic that I used to play at Skate City when I was in fifth grade. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm not a fighting game person, but it, you know, it looks good. Everything's been high resed up and polished and shined, and it's Samurai Showdown. <clears throat> we got uh, the Sinking City on June 27th. This was, uh, I believe, uh, in part of the kind of funny game showcase during E3. Uh, I think I made a note of this game looking interesting. So I believe it's 20 bucks. I may wait for it to go on sale, but uh, it's it looks like, pretty cool. Uh, it takes it's like Lovecraftian. So there's like Cthulhu and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. it looks like you're a detective trying to figure out the mysteries of that um, I, I think it actually looks pretty sweet so right. especially if it's that cheap count me in and then i know a lot of people have been anticipating this game i'm not one of them but uh i don't understand this game but maybe i'll get it at some point super mario maker 2 is out june 28th so i never played the first version did either of you nope no, I don't get it either, yeah. Moose. I don't understand. I'm not the... big on level creation, and I want to play you know, the games. I don't want to right. create the games. Yeah. I don't want to make your game for you. Quit being lazy. I, I don't want to cook my own yeah. steak. Let's do this. I will <laughs> say though that if you probably just got it and had no intention of actually creating levels, just going through the community created levels is probably pretty awesome, especially if they're filtered with like most popular, or you can rate them like so. You'll have like the top ten highest praised community made levels i guess that could be kind of cool yeah kind of like uh trials basically yeah exactly makes sense to me but not for 60 bucks yeah probably not yeah nope but if you have another game a nintendo game that you're looking for you can pick them both up for two tokens which are a hundred dollars I still need to look into that because it still confused yeah. me. It's a pretty cool deal. So, so basically, I... you get two games for a hundred bucks, and you okay, go in so... on the eShop and you buy your tokens, and then they're applicable to so many different games that are sixty dollars titles. So is, is, they have a set list then. Yes. Yes. Oh. And it's mainly okay. the Nintendo um, exclusives. So like with Marvel Ultimate Alliance and the new Fire Emblem game, both coming out next year or next month. I. Don't probably think not so. on there, but I would check. I would check. Marvel's the list. on it? it. There you go. Ooh, Marvel is. But yeah, I think Marvel's on it. Risky. I got Marvel on Amazon for fifty bucks. Coming to my house day of 
uh, drop date. True. So there's also that avenue. All right. I'll have to look into it. I don't, I don't understand, though. So I was going to pick it up so I could have got Mario Kart. Yep. But then Mario Kart was on sale. Then that wouldn't have helped and I was you. Like, oh, okay. Oh, then, yeah, then I'll leave it. <laughs> Tight. All right, well, hey, that's going to wrap it up for the first half of the show. Maybe not half. We'll say first two-thirds. We'll be nice to you this week. <laughs> um, but, like I said earlier in the show, this is a mailbag episode. So let's dive into the mailbag. You've got mail. All right. What do we have in the mailbag this week? Let's start with a question coming in from Viva Le Sweeney. What is the most underrated game you have ever played? Uh, Chocolate, we'll start with you. This is going to be a slightly obscure one. Uh, Speedrunners. That game was pretty fun. That game was fun. I Yes. Isn't that the one where the, was, the, uh... the rectangle closes in closer and closer and you guys all have to run like through a loop, basically? Yeah, so you're running... In a circle as right. such. Um, and Using a grappling as hook. The, as the screen closes yeah. in. Yeah, I think there's grappling hook jumps and everything. It's It was good fun. I, um, I was pre- pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was from um, Double Dutch Games, the developers. And it, yeah, I played it and I really, really enjoyed it. And I hadn't heard of it until someone mentioned... I had to was play them on it. And games was, gold at one point. Yeah, it was like a year and a half or two I years. I feel like ago, it was. Like the release of it was Maybe. games with gold. And that was, I think that's a perfect answer to this because I had never heard of it until I was like, oh, this is games with gold, and then I downloaded. It, I was like, oh man, this is actually pretty awesome. Right, especially if you get it's, it's got really good, good couch co-op too because you know everything is on that screen and it gets smaller for everybody at the same time. So yeah, everybody can see everything that's going on. Exactly. I was. I was going to mention the co-op part. If you could do that coach co-op, it's um, yep. perfect. Perfect game. Agreed. All right. Moose, what do you got? Well, everybody's going to know I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say two anyways. Titanfall 2, everybody, you know. Just Is that really that, underrated at this point? Yeah, because it got, you know, it got sh- crapped on because... It was sandwiched between came out COD between, and Battlefield, yeah, Battlefield or something. Yeah, it was like yeah. Modern Warfare 3 or Modern Warfare 2 and Battlefield 4. And then drop Titanfall right between the two, and it was probably the best game out of the three. It just got no shine, so it's super underrated in my opinion. But Battlefield Four is pretty good. <laughs> and then, uh, have you played it recently? It's not. Yeah, yeah, recently, sure. Thousand <laughs> so, played the original Titanfall recently. I also got to say, uh, Strange Brigade is pretty underrated. It came out under the radar last year, and it's just it's a lot of fun. The the narrator is hilarious. It's kind of a vaudeville type uh, type of narration, and don't take yourself too Love seriously. It's it's a lot of fun, and that's in Game Pass as well. So if yep. anyone wants to check it out, it's there. And it's so much fun with friends. I suggest you play with friends. Yep. Um, for me, the one I had written down, I wrote down two. I don't. The first one, I don't know if it was underrated, but I remember loving it. Never hearing anyone talk about it, but that was Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. If you guys are familiar, it was like a first-person parkour game 
with it. Right. Yeah, that made me sick of it. Okay. Well, hey, maybe that's why yeah, not a lot of people played it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was just a first-person parkour game that it, it it looked beautiful for the time, and the actual gameplay was just whatever you thought was going to happen in your head. It's like exactly what happened on screen. It was so like fluent. And I see games like like Dying Light came out after that, and I don't think it touched Mirror's Edge as far as like the parkour went. I could just be looking at it with rose tinted glasses, but I don't know. Uh, that was a good one. But my main one though was Command and Conquer Renegade, which no one talks about because when they think of Command and Conquer, you just think of like RTS. the RTS, yeah. right? But they had a really, really good first person shooter game uh, way back when, and all these remasters happen, and you get all these collections, and then it's like Renegade is just never in there, and Man, that was that might have been my favorite Command and Conquer game, and it was nothing like the other Command and Conquer games. But yeah, I can't say I've ever heard of it. Yeah, it's a was good it one. PC? I played it on PC back in the day. Yeah. Okay. I would assume that's probably the only place you can play it. I bet you right. can't even play it <laughs> now because it, it was multiplayer. <laughs> At least I only remember playing it multiplayer, but it, it was a good one. Um. All right. Next one comes in from Blade. What game franchise do you wish would just stop already? Uh, Moose, we'll start with you this time. Okay, I, I interpreted this question a little bit differently as uh, overrated games franchise. So, That's fine. I think um, that works. Remember before I answer this to direct all your hate mail to Chocolate Bear 80? Um, yeah, I'm waiting but for But I'm going to go ahead and say Grand Theft Auto. I can't. Yeah, I've you're tried. super wrong. I know. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm trying. I'm trying to play it right now. Still trying to play GTA 5. And it just, I don't know. The story's funny. Hashtag. The gameplay is is not great. It's a game from 2012 or 13. What do you. No, just like the the mechanics of. I don't know. You don't like the auto locking flick up a little bit? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the tapping A to run faster. I don't. I don't know. Okay, they could definitely improve some things. As soon as you right. said tapping with A, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of dumb. That I, that's a thing. I about had a hand cramp last night after a foot race with a lady in a tube top. So, And that's because you would think that would be something they changed, but Red Dead Redemption 2 just came out last year, and that still had the tap A to sprint. Dude, and you know the Why? worst part about it is I've been playing with my paddles, and I didn't even think to use it until I lost the race the first time. I was like, oh, you such an idiot. Just because, you know, I have A and X on my paddles now and I'm getting used to it. So You could have been paddling with A and your thumb on A. You could yeah. have been double paddling. Oh, yeah. Woo. I could have been, you know, I'd have been there five minutes ahead of her. <laughs> All right. I don't agree with it, but it's still. I know. It's I'm an sorry. Answer. I apologize. I'll, I'll keep trying. I'm going to finish the game. So Good. Give me a better answer. <laughs> oh, God. Just for the. the f- pure frustration i've had this year uh mine's fifa wow okay you've had so, enough fifa um i like it <laughs> yeah i've i've had enough of fifa and its ultimate team mode it's I, i'm done with it so when the new one comes out i will potentially only be playing uh, the pro clubs mode or i will give it a miss <sighs> wow. and not touch fifa and you know, I'm so glad I haven't played too much FIFA this year because it's just opened up to me playing division. other games. Which, yeah, you know, hitting division harder. Um, 
Void Bastards. It, just loads of games. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm cleansed. So th- this kind of went along with my answer. I said annualized sports games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point, and I've mentioned this before, they could definitely just be like games of service games that kind of change yearly, but you don't need a full-blown like FIFA 20 like eventually right. you're gonna be like yeah. FIFA 47 like that sounds ridiculous <laughs> they could easily make those yeah, games as a service exactly and and with a $35 a year sub fee and you know kind of like Destiny's but done EA like money and they make I plenty of money never see them yeah I can't see them but they're still it, making though. money from um, their like their biggest source of revenue is their like loot boxes their card packs or whatever that's not something that needs to disappear if anything, you could have more of them because the game's just never stopping and constantly going. Like, oh, these are this month's new packs with these updated stats and blah, blah. Yeah, but they don't call them loot boxes anymore, do they? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll <laughs> touch on that in a minute. <laughs> uh, and then, I, I don't know why I have so many double answers here, but Football Manager obviously needs to stop. <laughs> so we can stop talking about it? Just so I, I don't need to have another guest host on this show telling about how they've been how playing. How great it is. Football manager, the game where you don't play a game. Where's the all. paint dry, Sam? I've just I want to play that play. game. Just watch paint dry. You realize you're going to, yeah, what is the game going to be? You're going to drop FIFA and just become a pro football manager? <laughs> yeah, that's my game I'm going to play next so week. Uh, can we have a no football manager rule? Yes, please. Or make it about real football. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, this one comes in from 10,000 Fists. He says, what has been your favorite E3 reveal of all time? Um, I'll start with this one. Um, when Wildlands, which sounds weird because I feel like there's probably so many bigger announcements, but when Wildlands was first announced at E3, it was this weird culmination of two of my favorite genres. It was going to be something like Far Cry with your giant open world, your base camps that you had to attack, and it was mixed with modern combat. Putting those two things together seemed like the most incredible game I could have ever imagined, and I, I, I just lost it. That's what I remember is just going nuts seeing that this was going to be a real thing. We're going to be able to have this giant open world with modern vehicles, modern weapons, modern enemies, n- no weird aliens or monsters or laser beams, double jumping, that kind of stuff. Um, I was pumped when that game was originally ad- announced because I think it was, it was the first of its kind really as far as uh, the open world, the setting. Yeah, right. Uh, not the genre, obviously, because people have been doing that forever. But it was the first, like, squad up with three people, uh, customize your loadouts of authentic weapons, like realistic weapons, that kind of stuff. Uh, go out and... It, you can it just, really do whatever you want, kind of sandbox. Yeah, know? do it however you want it. It made so much sense. And, I mean, I loved that game. Um, yeah, so that, that was a huge one for me. Uh, Chocolate, how about you? This is going to sound so bad. So my favourite reveal from E3 was when Sony took a hot, massive poop on Xbox in 2013 (laughs) and went, and this is how you share games. Uh, Yeah, I remember that. It was... The way they did it was brilliant and beautiful and that is my biggest memory. 
at the moment. Not any games, just that kind of knife stuck. Was, just beautiful. throwing shade is your favorite moment from E3. Yeah, sorry. It, it probably says a lot. <laughs> right, about thanks me. a lot, it was, Ryan. It was good though. That's. I, I don't think you're wrong because Microsoft had spent two hours talking about TV and live server, or like. How your Xbox always had to be online and sports and TV and sports this, and TV yeah, and, and you know this all some in weird one, game sharing like this one beautiful console in your front room. It was almost as if I, I know there was like kind of talk beforehand. They were saying they wondered whether that both of them went in and went. Oh yeah, this is what we're both going to do. Fantastic. Oh, you're going on first. No worries. And then Sony kind of just walk off, snigger in the corner, and like, haha, we've got them, lads. Let's film off. A little bit. Um, it's so funny, like how reactionary it was. It was like, oh, did you just see what happened? Let's let's make a twenty-second clip that people will remember for the rest of E3 history. Beautiful, <laughs> so good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's what I liked from E3. <laughs> All right, that's bad, but it's good. <laughs> Chalk or uh, Moose? How about you? I gotta say, uh, it was what twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen when they revealed the One X. Um, I had just gotten a 1S for my birthday at Christmas the previous year, and I literally bought a new Xbox within nine months because of the, the presentation and just all the you know the games and the quality and all that stuff. So had to go out and get a new Xbox and a 4K TV ASAP. Yeah, I think I, that was definitely my first 4K purchase was, well, I need to have this for my new Xbox One X, so then yeah. I went out and got a tcl and that was that yeah it's it you know as far as i'm concerned i've done a lot of research on tvs and either you go with the tcl or you go with the oled so those are the two best tvs out there and they just happen to be on opposite ends of the price spectrum right it's like you buy this thing that's affordable or this thing that no one can afford perfect um one little bonus one here i was super pumped when anthem was originally announced those first Mm -hmm. trailers for anthem made it look like it was the be all end all like it was going to be the destiny killer and it's so sad to look back (laughs) and think about just the life of anthem how there was it's it's still there ish they said they're going to support it for the next seven to ten years i hope so (laughs) it's a great game it's just nothing to do it's a great foundation for a game right for sure kind of how sea of thieves was and now you're addicted to it that's there's hope Anthem 2.0 a year from now. I'm, I'm going to love it. We shall see. Um, this next one comes in from Sir Moxalot. If you could change one feature in your favorite game, what would it be? Moose, you're first this time. I can't say what my favorite game is today, but I know that this is involved in pretty much all my favorite games is inventory management. You can get rid of that and just let me carry everything like I'm Atlas, like the world on my shoulders. I would be perfect. Nothing worse than having a prompt show up on your screen that says, you are over-encumbered. Or you have to walk at like one quarter speed because you're carrying too much crap, i.e. Skyrim. I used to hate that in Fallout. It used to drive me mad. That's why when they announced mods for Xbox, I was like, this is the best day ever. I can turn <laughs> off over encumbrance. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I like that. Uh, chocolate. How about you? So, because I like playing my shooters, it's the ping system. Bring that ping system to to all my first per- person shooters and the division as well. 
I think that uh, that thing is unreal. That apex ping system? Oh. Is that what specifically? Yeah. Oh, okay. Beautiful. So you can mark targets. and Mark yeah. targets, or I suppose it doesn't work in the division, but, you know, there's a loot box there, or... Right. Things like that. I think it makes the game so much easier, especially when you're playing with random people. Right. Well, it just helps you communicate with anybody. You know, you can't just say, hey, over on the left side of your screen, you can say, right here where I put this yellow marker. Precisely. It's um, it's brilliant. I That is my my one thing at the moment. I think every game needs that ping system. And that's Good literally one, one of the best new gaming. Yep. Like, oh. whatever. that In the last few years, it's like, it makes so much sense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially when it's What about you, Risky? What do you think? Um, I touched on this briefly with Final Fantasy X, but the constant random encounters in any type of like awesome JRPG, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of really good ones, and a lot of times my experience is just ruined by constantly having to run into them. I think the uh, the Final Fantasy IX remaster came with the ability to shut off random encounters, and I just wish every game would make it optional. Like, yes, you're going to pay the penalty if you're not at a, the right level, but if I need to get somewhere quick or just don't feel like dealing with those battles that are popping up every 30 seconds, give me a way to turn it off. Just let me click it off quick. But that's a big one for me. So how would you farm um, XP and stuff like that if you didn't have your random encounters? Give me more XP for the less frequent ones, gotcha. <laughs> I guess. It, it, it's a quantity thing. It's not like... Right. It's just there's too many. I don't mind them. I just would like it if it was every couple minutes even versus to, every like 20 seconds. Yeah, or to be able to just run away from them. Like, kind of like... Uh, like just off the top of my head, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, how the boars and the bears and all that stuff attack you, but you can just keep moving and you know, they go away. Right. Um, all right. Uh, what dead franchise would you like to see a reboot? And if there's a current franchise that has gone astray, um, wait, hold on. (laughs) I read that poorly. Is there a current franchise that has gone astray that you think there should be a reboot? That one came in from Fufu cuddly poof um I, I can do this one what needs a redo alan wake i think or i guess that's more just needs a sequel i i might have done that wrong uh and then call of duty but it's getting one so perfect <laughs> there you go answered yep. your own question <laughs> yep uh chocolate how about you for me prince of persia i'd love oh, to yeah. see santa time was a really 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 good game in the 360 I want to say so yeah seeing another Prince of Persia done well would be would be for me um, yeah current gen Prince of Persia with some of those mechanics from those old games oh, would yeah. be a lot of fun that's a good call would be good and then what's my other one that's gone astray well yeah COD's gone astray hasn't it that's the, the hard one but I'll choose Battlefield because the latest oh, one's yeah. a pile yeah, of that one's dog terrible. Per- yeah Yep. I haven't been a huge fan of the last two, so So I'm yep. gonna go back to the uh the Dreamcast days. Crazy taxi. <laughs> no, I think I think Madden needs some competition. So they need to bring back the NFL two K series. It was such a better game. Is that how long it's been since two K was making football Dream, games? Yeah, Dreamcast. Oh my god. That's when I played it last on. Yeah, and competition then, uh, only makes games like that better, so Right. Yeah, that's a good one. 
like and it. then um, I think that the a complete misstep is Star Wars Battlefront. Take it away from EA and just redo that game. Make it more like the old ones that were. Yeah. So it got rebooted. It just got rebooted. Poorly. Right. It was just a terrible reboot. So reboot the reboot, I suppose. Yeah. Agreed. Um, this next one comes in from Ladonian. <laughs> uh, it's a good one. If Chocolate Bear eighty was indeed made of chocolate, what type of chocolate would he be, Moose? What do you think? I gotta say, I think he'd be something spicy. So Ooh. some sort of like jalapeno chocolate or. You know, because he always keeps you on your toes. So I'm say some sort of chili chocolate or jalapeno chocolate, something infused with spice. Man, that's I should have went first since my answer is way lamer. Mine was just white <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Vanilla bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got the wrong name. Uh, awesome. What? What do you think? We could just be made change out of his name to spicy white chocolate. Spicy oh. white chocolate. <laughs> I'm not paying ten bucks for that. Um, milk chocolate. I'll uh, I'll post a picture in Discord because I'm no, right. right now. You get one free name change right now. I do. I could. Don't yeah, you? but then I don't want the silly uh, numbers. I think you only have to have numbers if there's somebody else that already has it. Yeah, I don't want to run the risk. All right. Maybe it tells you beforehand. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, uh, this next one comes in from Chestar. What do you think of EA's submissions to Parliament about loot boxes or surprise mechanics, as they're calling them? Hmm. Um, just to catch people up quickly, uh, representatives from EA and Epic met with the UK Parliament's Digital Culture, Media, and Sports Committee this week in an evidence session for its investigations into addictive and immersive technologies, a.k.a. loot boxes. And there's, there's a few fun quotes in here from the... Uh, the EA representative that was there, they said that they are ethical and fun at one point. They said, if you go to a store that sells a lot of toys and you do a search for surprise toys, what you'll find is that this is something that people enjoy. They enjoy surprises. <laughs> uh, they also said, uh, and so it's something that's been part of toys for years, whether it's Kinder Eggs or Hatchimals or LOL right. surprises. They're ethical and fun, guys. Not addictive. That, but definitely people pay money for him. I got a buddy that makes a career out of this. So he's got ways to go into the stores and figure out which one have the rare things inside the boxes and buys those. And he hits that sounds more than he illegal. How's it been illegal? Uh, he's got some type of weird algorithm to tell him how to find the most rare things from these toys. He's bought enough of them to figure out which ones are different and why. Hmm. It's like counting cards in a casino. It's just frowned. frowned it's frowned. not illegal. Yeah, it's you found a way to, you know, exploit manipulate their, the system. I was going to exactly. say exploit their uh, surprise mechanic. I think we need to have this friend on the podcast at some point. I'd really like to dig into this one. Oh no, he ain't telling um, you his secrets. I've told you more than I need to already. That's true. Don't give me his name. I'll find him. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a ton to really say here. I just think it's it's funny how how serious this whole matter is i think and how ea is just kind of joking about it like yeah these loot boxes yeah. are kind people of just enjoy like these things they're fun yeah. <laughs> like a hundred dollars in loot boxes trying to get a digital skin for my digital video game character maybe that's not the same thing as a kinder egg what is a kinder egg is that a so it's, a milk- it's the uh, so like half of it, it is a 
Yeah, half of it is like some sort of candy or treat, and then the other half has like a Cracker Jack type toy in it. Oh, okay. I, I know Cracker Jacks at least. So, I, I so yeah, it. basically it's an egg that you peel in half, and one side's got like some sort of like, it's like custard or pudding or something. It's so, No, it's just milk. It's just milk chocolate. Uh, they do have other versions. Yeah, they won't well. sell the ones that have the eggs inside the chocolate here yeah. in the U.S. because they think kids are stupid. <laughs> Literally, that's why they don't do it. There's a ban on the the prize toys inside chocolate because they think kids will eat it thinking it's candy. Well, there was that, and to open them, you had to stick them in your mouth and pop the top off, and someone choked. Anyway, oh, well, that makes sense. Then. I would say we have people eating Tide Pods over here nowadays. <laughs> yeah, so I guess really nothing should surprise me at this point. Yeah, as a act, yeah, so, a challenge, yeah. as a hobby, <sighs> fun. Uh, um, it's so, ridiculous that's what I think of EA submissions to parliament yeah fair enough uh, this last one comes in from Ladonian we'll, we'll end on a nice easy one for everyone Chinese or Thai food and what's your favorite dish Chocolate, we'll start with you Chinese Singapore style noodles vermicelli done that didn't sound like Chinese food oh mm-hmm. it is trust but me alright it sounds like uh, Vietnamese food Will you say that one more time? Singapore style noodles, vermicelli. Is it right. vermicelli? I can't pronounce stuff, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I think it's an, actually chili. Isn't that an Italian word? Or it yeah. sounds like it should be an Italian word. Yeah, it is. Shouldn't you know how that's pronounced? It's like that long rice. It looks like noodles, kind of. Yeah, that's all it is. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, Moose, how about you? Uh, all that comes to mind is Thai basil shrimp, so I guess I gotta say Thai food. Okay, I don't have a lot of experience with Thai food. I eat pad Thai when I go to any Thai place, just because that's peanutty and good. But it's definitely Chinese food for me, and I like orange chicken and lo mein. I I'd hate say, picking out orange peels, but oh yeah, I love the final product. I'd say Chinese food appetizers like for the win though. You got dumplings, you got wontons, you got Crab egg rangoons. rolls. Yeah, rangoons. Oh, you got yeah. beef and chicken on a stick. You got fantail shrimp. Like, I could eat just the poo poo platter. Just order that, and that'd be my meal. That sounds gross. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you never had I don't that? Poo poo on a platter? <laughs> no, you and Megan got to go to a Chinese restaurant and have the poo poo platter. It's like this, like, lazy Susan type thing with a flaming bowl on top of it, and you can, like, reheat your stuff on the, the flame. Sold. I'll be yeah. there. Give it a shot. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> All right. Um, any of these stick out to you guys? Let's pick a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Let's see. I liked Fist's question, but I also like Blades. So uh, I'm going to go with the positive of the two. Let's go with Fist's. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's it's relevant for... Right, the last couple coming weeks. coming off E3, and there's still no news because everybody's still hungover. Even if this just led to just the discussion of how the game sharing thing is chocolate's favorite <laughs> yeah. memory. Still from turned E3 a positive ever. into a oh. negative, didn't we? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bear. That's what I'm here for. Sprinkle those seeds. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Fist reads out to me, and we'll get you whatever we're giving away nowadays for this. Still a You're month. Game Pass or live. All right. You're welcome. All right. Hey, 
Let's plug this thing up. Um, first and foremost, head on over to iTunes. Give us a rating. Um, the more ratings we get, the higher the stars go up, and the more exposure we get over there, the more easily people can find us. Join the community. and Unless you don't like the show, then just keep that to yourself. Yeah, we would. Uh, we don't <laughs> want any ones and two stars. Uh, no, just forget about it. Don't listen to anything I just said. Exactly. Just kidding. All feedback is feedback. That's uh, true. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I was going to nope. say, still five star it. Yeah, even if you even if you write in the comments that this is the worst garbage you've ever heard in your life, just throw five stars up there. At this point, we're sound like we're begging. So. Uh, Head on over to crossatlanticgaming.com to find links to literally everything else, uh, everything we do, YouTube, social media, Discord. Discord's the most important thing. That's where we all are every day, talking games, talking sports, talking whatever's going on. Um, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and become a top-tier Patreon supporter like our good friend, Chaotic. Shout out to everybody that supports us every month and makes this whole thing possible. You guys rock. Um, yeah, am I missing anything? New uh, new merch shop, Spreadshirt. Like I said, I will put up links for that in the description. Other than that, though, I think we did it. Made it through another episode. Good work, Woo-hoo! everybody. Download Outer Wilds. Get involved in the uh, community chat. Yeah, for sure. Do that. Um. All right. If you want to find me, I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about you? I'm Chocolate Bear eighty everywhere, and bring your hate mail to me. <laughs> and Moose, Moose and Stein eight three one four. Bring your hate mail to Chocolate Bear. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. Peace. Later. <laughs>of the show that you've all been waiting for chocolate's terrible dad jokes hey that's a bit harsh sorry but i'll start with this one my girlfriend told me to stop playing pokemon pokemon as it was childish i started thrashing about and roaring you don't have enough badges to control me oh that's bad that was terrible that i think was. it's supposed to be though bad right yeah. uh, i don't know that bad <clears throat> hey chocolate how does a penguin build its house? I have no idea. How does a penguin it build its it house? It glues together. Oh, Jesus. Well, thanks for stepping on the punchline there. <laughs> <laughs> How many apples grow on a tree? Yep, can't do that all one. All of Go them. On. Oh, son of a... Sorry, Risky ruined my good joke Fine. and I panicked. <laughs>
Sorry, I really like just impulsively shout know, out the answers. That's the best the part. <laughs> you really good surprise week. on you. Um, this one was actually from Iconoclast. If you uh, there's a section where you're climbing through the ceiling, sneaking around, and people are making dad jokes. Uh, did you hear that joke about the paper? No. It was terrible. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Thank you and good night.